You want to say that we chose not to work on the radio anymore because we thought we were good. And then uh, we were made aware that our friends, uh, Billy Hayes and Mugger Harris, were doing a radio show yeah. uh, Wednesdays from 10 till midnight on crmk.co.uk. 10 till midnight, Wednesdays, crmk.co.uk. And we, like, first of all, we laughed. <laughs> then we heard it, and we weren't laughing then, but we were laughing. We were laughing too much. It was too good. So, so we it quit, off. We quit radio. Yeah, we're out. Um, because these guys know what they're doing. Uh, we're not necessary anymore. <laughs> Surplus to requirements. It's time for us to hand over to some young bucks. It's like, it's, they are, it's a really, really good show. It's, uh, it's, um, <laughs> it's like the Jimmy Young show on acid. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, so go and have a listen to that. We love them. We think they're fab. Forget about us. You don't need us anymore. You don't need us anymore. You're joking. CRNK.co.uk. Billy Hayes. Mark Harris. CRNK.co.uk. Billy Hayes. Mark Harris. Harris. Not another one. Billy Hayes. Harris. And at first it was just me and Danny on it. And at first it was just me and Danny on it. And at first it was just me and Danny on it. Just me and Danny on it. Oh, for God's sake. All the others were just Maggie Burns. Maggie Burns. Maggie Burns. Oh, for God's sake. CRNK.co.uk. And at first was just me and Danny on it. And at first was just me and Danny on it. And at first was just me and Danny on it. Just me and Danny on it. Oh, for God. And all the others were just Maggie Burns. Maggie Burns. Maggie Burns. Maggie Burns. Independent and tough. Their confidence and patter made this bunch of apple dodgers a good living. I mean, they was all doing silly things, weren't they? Like, jetting out the window, like, wheeze to girls, like, and all the others were just muggy bonnets anyway, like, you know. Billy Hayes. Fifty p ticket. Muggy Harris. Three for a pound. Like, first of all, we laughed. Then we heard it, and we weren't laughing then. You pieces of trash. Billy Hayes. Billy Hayes. Mugger Harris. Mugger Harris. Come on, this freaking show. I'm laying down the gauntlet. Fidget beer ticket. Why don't you come on the show and talk about it? We'll do your video. Of course we'll do your freaking video. Do you know what I mean? We're the video guys. Three for a pound. We'll be high. A little two. high. It would actually not sell. It would be bad for them. It would be bad for them. They will do it because they cannot say no to
I'm gonna play some tunes. All right, buddy.
you see as you look around. So far, so good. But the truth is funnier than that. It is that you are looking right at the brilliant light now. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and ladies and guys and girls in the house. Daniel is a little bit loud. So, good evening. Hi, it's the Muggy Bonehead Show. Uh, ten past ten. It's Wednesday night. Ten ten. CRMK.co.uk. And you can call us if you want on 0790-385-385 because this is like a proper proper radio show. Said it fast. No, it would even have a pen. Get a pen. Go on. We'll wait. Pen. A pen. Get a pen. Now, if it's taking you more than this time to get a pen, then something seriously wrong with your... Use your phone. Yeah. Use, just use something. Yeah. Right. 0790-385-385. Say it slowly. 0790 I'll say it slower. 0790 How's that? What's that? that noise? What? That noise. I would like to know what that noise was. I'm looking at the security cameras. There was a bang outside, guys. What well, if they'd videotaped earlier video of the screen? Oh, I was in a loop, and yeah. actually what they were doing was planning our demise and yeah. murder and... All that stuff. All that stuff. I hate people do that. So, uh, <clears throat> is it another week has passed. We've got no Rob tonight, apparently. You know he did his sunshine spell last week. Oh yeah, but he worked, didn't it? Oh, so he's now he's landed in paradise. Oh, you said paradise. Yeah, I did. Well, you know why? Because I have invented tonight a new club. Oh yeah, yeah, the English Paradise Club. Anyone can join. You turn me up really loudly. Then. Anyone can join the English Paradise Club, and all you have to do is be in England and enjoy moments of. Paradise. How's that? That's better. Yeah. Oh, that's better. That's back to normal. Um, do, you know, do you know what that means? No, I didn't even hear what you said. Well, everyone in England who joins the English Paradise Club has to have moments of paradise. So, you could be having a cup of tea or a coffee, drinking it, you're just drinking it. And remember, you're in the Paradise Club... You're going to take that cup of tea and that, or that coffee and you're going to slowly sip it and you're going to taste every taste in that sip. And you're going to let it sit in your tongue and you're going to embrace that moment of flavour and why you're actually having the coffee or the tea. And you're going to embrace the feeling of it going down your neck and into your body and you're going to be in the moment and you're going to have a little bit of paradise. Or you could be somewhere spectacular, taking it in, looking at the view. Take that bit of paradise... And all you got to do is have moments of paradise. And anyone can join this club, no matter who you are. No sides. All you got to do is have a bit of paradise. And today, whoa, we had some paradise. It was sunshine. Sunshine. Yesterday. Yesterday, I was at work gardening. And the owner of the house is in hospital at the moment. So it's a big amount of house, huge gardens that I look after. And yesterday I just had a pair of shorts on whole day and a pair of trainers and I was gardening and the sun was immense and it was like I've been so cold for so many months, so many months waiting for this time to come back alive 
And boy, did that sun hit my body. That sun hit my body all day long. I was weeding a lot of the driveway. and you know, I didn't know you had a sp- speech impediment. <laughs> it's what, not a book. What were you weeding? The driveway. It's a novel. So my back's up to the sun all day long. And I get home thinking, oh, I've been solar powered today. Oh, I've been infused. I'm back alive. You know, my mind and body sharpened in the sunshine. I'm a completely different person. I've been crippled for months in this cold weather. Hating getting up. Hating being at work. Because the cold, the wet. I got home and then I took my T-shirt off and I felt this sort of weird feeling as I took my T-shirt off. And I could feel heat coming out of my shoulders. My whole back was bright red. Like this sort of... Like it had been marinated in beetroot. <laughs> and uh, I got in the shower and there's this water... I was got, no, I laid in the bath and as I was going into the bath, and sh- you know, the back goes in. As it co- goes towards the shoulders, creeping. It's almost like... You know, you put... Say if you put glue on your back and it's set... And as you move, it crackles. Yeah, that's what my skin was feeling like. It's getting into Tight. water. Uh, the sting, this weird stinging pain, is not hot. You were, it's not you cold. Were, you were, you were cl- quite close to becoming a sausage. Yeah. Well, as I think about that, like if you stab your legs near a fire, are your legs cooking like meat? Yeah, like a sausage. Yeah. So yeah, imagine if you eating me. Imagine, imagine if you had crackling on your back. I'd be tasty. But yeah, but now, say I had the t-shirt on. If you had an itchy back, be. Pork scratchings. No, I'm not a pig. You're yeah. a pig. It's close though. Today I'm going brown. I'm changing colour. It's nice when you do that. Oh. I'm a very, very lucky, fair haired man that I can tan and I don't burn because. Uh, it's a song about that. Oh, it's good. There's a lyric in that. A fair-haired man that cannot tan. No, no can, can tan. tan. Can tan. I can. I can tan. Can tan. Can tan. Tan to tankerous. Can 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 tan. <clears throat> I'm from the 80s, not from Japan. I uh, I was enjoying it today. So as you may or may not know, I've been off this week. Did you First bit your of paid holiday for probably about eight years and it's a great feeling well cheers to that cheers big ears and um so yeah so i've been i've been busy i've had stuff to do i've built a shed and stuff like that but today or well, yesterday i set up the hammock on my little uh on my little veranda people got to realize if you're not been in a hammock like people imagine hammocks are comfortable. It when is you're just... A, when you're in a hammock. Blimey. It's just incredible. Nothing like it. It's weird. It is so... Sleepy. Perfect. Yeah. Snuggly. And just that slight sway, slight movement is p- p- brilliant. It's perfect. Yeah. And, um... Put your Walkman on. So, yeah, I think... I th- all I was missing is... Because I've been thinking to myself... Because I've been working from home... Wouldn't it be great if you got a job where it was would be absolutely fine for you? To, it doesn't matter where you work from, because then I would consider emigrating to Spain or something like that. Hundred mm. percent. If all I had to do, but at the moment, is that my of the garden heat? feels like all I need is the big paddling pool. And once that's yeah. set up, I'm just gonna feel like I've got this little retreat that yeah, I can work a bit, do, go you? into the retreat, and go, I'm so yeah. I think I'm building a, a commune. Shouldn't I'm all homes be retreats? Like you come back from where and what what you're doing into this place where you could go in a pool you could go in your summer house you go in your lean-to 
thing is our types of houses are so few and far between now yeah. you are so blessed like to have 20s. a decent sized garden yeah if you if you know and that's the thing like I've been it's paradise isn't it been, I, I've been thinking about like maybe we could if we moved you know if we bought another house and like just kind of I'm in an arm but but your just, garden the, the garden is I've got is the space I've got it's in, just into somewhere you want to be yeah so it's yeah, it's uh, you'd be so lucky to get the amount of land we get on our, both of our houses because they're kind of just that's what they did back then for a period nice big trees we've got trees in our garden well. not, not, not overlooked one iota no apart from the fact that I haven't got a fence on one side a high fence the fence is where you are so yeah so it's nice yeah it's nice at the minute my garden I'm really enjoying it it's when paradise. it's sunshine it's 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 a very very nice place to be it's laying on the grass it's not even that well it's not like it's a it's not like it's a beautiful well kept garden it's when, just, it is, when it is kept yeah when it's it yeah, can shine it does look nice like the best of them but if I pop around for a day and sometimes help out yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> but he's never helped me in my garden <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully <laughs> Luckily for you I've been out in the garden loads I mean, I've been enjoying being it. When it's warm I'm up for doing things galore Galore, galore, galore Galore Galore, galore I like it Wait. What's that? That's the one you asked Should I say that? something? And you... Okay, great I'll, I'll think of something to reply with Oh, I'm so knackered from digging hard mud all day. Next. Oh, that, that wasn't funny. All right, I'll try sens- again. I was a bit insensitive. Tell us something else. My shoulders are still warm. This is all truly boring. <laughs> oh, um. Now get on with it. Billy wrote a good song in the car. That was it. Called Toot Toot. What's, what's green and smells? What's your favourite number? Right, stop. Stop. Zero. Because I'm a poet. What's your favourite number? Zero, because I'm a poet. Yeah, you just did a zero. You just did a number zero. Yeah, you. Yeah. Ooh, that last bit's a bit, uh, bit sort of gluggy, that, wasn't it? We shit on toilets all the time. No one talks about it. Well, I didn't know you had a speech impediment. Yeah, I'm about to do a speech. <laughs> right. Who's going to join the Paradise oh, the Club? toilet's still going. That's a clock. No, can you hear the dripping as well? Blimey, that really was a whole entire toilet flush. Yeah. All the way to the... Is this some kind of drill? I'm just going to play them all at the same time, see what happens. Play what? This is real life. (laughs) Sounds like a wookie having sex. Chewbacca having sex. (laughs) In a clock factory, whilst jumping up on a string board onto a squeaky toy.
this is exciting. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, no, it's all right. I thought, I found, I found, I thought I'd found a hidden menu. What are you, McDonald's? Sir. Uh, contests. Empty. Yeah. Transitions. What's the transition? In the mix. Oh, yeah, we're proper DJs. Watch this. <laughs> And now we're going to go over to the top 10 charts with Daniel. Daniel, what's in at number 10? Piss face with the muckalackers. Up at number 9, it's Mr. Crab and his fingers of death. At number 8, it's Boo Boo and the Bam Bams. New music. Number 7, Sydney Sniddles and the Love Game of Trust. Um, in the mix. Now I have an per- important announcement. No, finish the charts. No, something sake. bad has happened. Um, what? What's happened that's so bad? Queen Elizabeth is. <laughs> well, I'm so glad I didn't say what I was going to da- say. She has da- Diana as a daughter. Diana as a daughter. Turn it on. Turn it up. I snogged in a dream once. <laughs> And it was beautiful. So beautiful. I cried and cried. When I kissed Diana in a dream, it was not quite what it seemed. Her teeth, they did gleam. Oh, it was such a beautiful dream. Oh, Diana, you make me cry, Anna. When the car crashed, I was disappointed in life. I have to say... I nearly cried, but I held it in inside. Diana, Diana, come back to us now. Diana, Diana, you are such a gal, such a funny lady. She was a good lady. The landmines, they got wrong. And she did a charity song about it, and it all stopped, because Diana is the best. In the world. Alarm clock's still going. New music. That's a radio. This thing. is all truly warm. In the space, there's a lot of aliens on the news, and I don't care. When I was a child, I would have been so happy about this news, but now I don't care about it all. This is your favourite presenter. Listen to Sounds of Brass with me, Chris Johnston, here on CRMK. Every Wednesday, 12 to 2 p.m. Oh, I missed it. What that show's about? Brass Have band music. And of course, brass bands? Prostitutes. What? Brass. Is that what prostitute means? Yeah, well, yeah. He's playing prostitute music to the masses. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What? You can't say that. What? What's a stinger when it's at home? CRMK Online. I've always wondered. CRMK Online. Why that? CR. C. C. CRMK Online. Jesus Christ. CRMK. CRMK Online. That's quite good. CRMK. Too loud, man. Let me go back over here. Wow. Fucking. CR. No, CRMK Online. Don't leave home without it. I don't think... I don't know if I could do a voiceovers, really. I could. Do you want insurance? Do you want insurance? Would you like 
Have you got a cat? I ask a lot of questions when I'm doing my <laughs> advertising. Where do you live? What's your passcode? Do you want less money? Are you tired of your life as it is? Do you need this product? Probably not, but I think I'm going to make you think you do by speaking like this. Or be brief. Be good. Find things in common. Laugh at the children on the beach. (laughs) Find a donkey in the fridge. Butter with mum. And Yorkshire puddings. That's what, that's what most of us have like. You reckon? We're travelling through the deserts here, looking for adventure. 
I'm looking for the mystical temple where we are going to meditate tonight and find the cure for humanity. So what I've inadvertently done is... Glyn's stuff <laughs> still on it. It's still on the system. I was like, where's this song kicking in? So I'm thinking I've picked one of Daniel's, and I said, Dan, this song is 20 minutes long. I was confused, but I thought, well, maybe it's a bit longer than well, no. And then it turns out, and then I noticed it was quite droney for quite a long time. <laughs> I was like, what's this song called? And I said to Daniel, what do you think this is? Some kind of joke. <laughs> And then we realised that we're playing one of his tunes, so I'm going to find your song while you talk over this. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, we are actually in the desert looking for this temple where we're going to meditate later. We're going to find some answers. We're going to find out how this thing works. The mind is a time travel machine or a space or a dimension machine, or it's a thing stuck right now. We're going to find out which one of those things. Is it all of them? It might be some of them. We don't know where it's going, what it is, what... It's inhabiting just what we're looking out onto is stuff, but it's kind of inside your head, isn't it, all this? All of it. Hello. This better be better. It better be better, it is. And do you promise? 
recording will calm your mind. Might not. By temporarily distracting you from your life. We're going to try and do a bit of group meditation. We're going to let this guy take us. And We're going to critique him, actually. See where he goes. Find out what's going on. also features soothing scents. Oh, good. Ooh, that's sexy. Oh, my God. That's nothing this soothing about weird. that. cutting right from my head. Try not to laugh. <laughs> But you've got a parody on. Is just <laughs> you little twit. Trying to escape. God. That's almost too good to be true. Now close your eyes. I'm not going to do that. Pretend. That was a joke meditation joke about things that are so precious. Greetings, fellow heart soldier. I'm a heart soldier. And welcome pew, pew. to this 18-minute guided meditation well. for awareness and self-love. All right. <laughs> Even when your life is a complete for that. marriage fest, yeah, I'll guide you. It's important yeah, to find you would. time like, shut up. to take care of yourself. I will. When you're fully present, <laughs> it's easier to be your most powerful, potent, focused, and insanely attractive self. I'm going to Google that. About your business, if it's true, in this stupid fucking world, you oh. are you are so crazy, it. Billy. He's done it again. <laughs> I'm offended. That's my religion. I'm precious about it. <laughs> I didn't know you had a speech impediment. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a speech in a minute. Right, last chance. Hello, I'm Crazy you Gary. are about to embark Ooh, on a guided meditation journey. Ooh, all right. Will I? Am I not? Over the next few minutes... I will guide you into a deep state of relaxation. Turn the lights off, Billy. Where you will experience a wonderful <laughs> calmness. Look, you're ruining the atmosphere. I want to relax. <laughs> Turn the effing lights off. you got one of them on, I know it. What's I that haven't got any lights on. Why is it all red? I can't turn this off. And you alone. This you is... don't need to do anything. Just stop that. Just listen, OK? Relax. Billy, yourself just listen. Stop relaxing. I'm trying to listen. Good. It's not about trying, it's about meditation, all right? Really Do I close my eyes? Ignorant. Wish to close your eyes, or okay. watch the screen, or switch between both. What? Blinking. It doesn't matter which. Don't Just what? do all right. whatever feels right for you. Ooh. Huh. Whatever feels right, eh? Huh. <sighs> you are completely in control. And if at any time during the meditation you wish to return to your awakened state, you can do so simply by opening your eyes. Oh! I feel gladly happy drifting away on the beaches of life. My mind is clear like a bird flying through the atmosphere. I can't be anything but still. My mind does not chatter when I'm meditating. I'm so present. I'm so present. Look how present I am. I'm breathing deeply. If anyone's watching me, they must be so present. Exhale. <gasps> be anything but still. My mind does not chatter when I'm meditating. Never. I'm so present. I'm so present. Look how present I am. I'm Breathing breathing 
This is completely normal. I'm impressive at this. These thoughts will begin to quiet down as you concentrate on happening inside your mind. Oh, it's peaceful all the time. This is completely normal. I'm impressive at this. These thoughts will begin to quiet down Down. Concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. concentrate. Are you here with us in the universe? Through time, there's no time. We're all here. As you listen to each wave coming in, <gasps> you will find your mind gently begins to quiet. I am the ocean. The ocean is me. Deeply. Exhale fully. As you find yourself feeling more and more relaxed, I am going to count down from five to zero. As I count each number, you will feel more and more relaxed until you reach a sense of complete and wonderful relaxation. Until I reach a 
Making animal noises, yeah. Doesn't matter what noise you're making, you're still making animal noises, aren't you? Yeah. Even true. if you're talking, yeah, because you're an animal and you're yeah. making a noise. Yeah, I'm an animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am though. I'm a fleshy creature that was designed by nature that crawls around a lot, and grabs things, and eats things, and poos, and gr- look. And sniffs and six and eights. Yeah, and I do th- uh, wander around. Yeah, but you do sniffing, spying, spying on things. Look at that things that's in the world. I'm looking at you, thing in the world, plant. You think you're like you're you're constantly making calculations the whole time, the distance from things. You everything you take in is a is a is a binaries ones and zeros of projecting this image and and you know sort of to get this monkey to walk around i need a supercomputer that's got vision hearing smell touch emotions all these things combined so it can walk around and live for aeons spectacular it's the paradise club when the sun shines the paradise club is always happy and always full you can join it by having a moment in your life it's easy. And it's peasy. Oh, I don't want this, though. It's not what I want. So this is what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I really, really want. Let's go back, but without the smug voice. Smugs. Let's just go to the atmospheric sounds of the earth. The earth is great. As we guide you through our pants. Pants? Yes. What does that mean? We're going to guide... The listeners through our pants, our yoga pants. pants. I'm gonna get on the floor and do doggy dance. Not dog dance. Doggy dance. Dog day afternoon, or whatever it is. I saw that film a little while ago. <laughs> no, no, was it Dog Day Afternoon? What did I say? Al Pacinko. No, well, it wasn't that then, was it? It was not. Grand Dog Day. Dogs who swear at goats. All it dogs go that. to heaven. No, it wasn't that. It was. Um, All dogs swear at goats. No, it wasn't Marley and Me. It was the guy, the, the madman that's the following, mad man. following the guy around, the mad man looking for the stuff, the stuff of cuck. You know what it is? It's the kind of guy with the like long black kind of curtainsy type hair, uh, the sort of mad looking guy. It's like a film probably from like maybe the eighties, possibly like seventies. Dog involved? Dog Day Afternoon? No, no. Dog, 
Damn that dog. Oh, come Damn. on, guys. Damn text that in. Dusty text dog. in if you know what it is on 07790385385. Come on, hit that. What is it? What are you on about? The film I'm talking about. He's like an assassin and he's following him. Classic. Leon. No. <coughs> and his dog. I have to Google it, don't I? Who's in it? But I'm going to have to be really vague about what I Google. It's about a guy, assassin, follows a guy around. Mm. Cult classic, assassin. Cult Old or new? Classic. The Hitman. Oh, this is going to bring it up. Well, John away. Wick. Assassin. John Wick. Oh, cult classic. Not. He's got dogs. Song that was filmed. Oh, here we go. Song that was a film. That was a book. Oh, got to be in here, innit? Hitman, Damn. assassin. I'm going to find this. You watch. What about the Hitman's Assassin? You just wait and goddamn see. You just wait. God, it's way down the list. But I've not seen it. Assassin films are crap. But you have. You have seen it. All Assassin films are rubbish. No, not this one. It's one of those films that's like, doesn't really go anywhere, but goes somewhere. Like you. Sort of makes you feel like, you know, you probably should be more into films and like it for other reasons that you don't realise. Yeah. Because you didn't study film. Like me. Um... So I'm just looking. It's quite way down the list if it is, isn't it? Maybe he's not an assassin then. Mate. What is he? <laughs> Dustman. I mean, he must be an assassin. It's not that one about the cat and the homeless man, is it? No, he's following him about. He goes. A dog does. Twenty-five. No, it's nothing to do with dogs. Forget about what dogs. The flip. It's, we were talking about dogs. You stupid. I was. What? It's about an assassin that follows a man around. Oh, f off. What the hell is it? What, what? Goose note. I don't understand how this conversation got to this film. Not that one. Not that one. He's kind of like a sort of Mexican kind of looking guy. From sort of 70s times. Machete? You must know this film. What's it about? About this kind of assassin type guy that goes. Well, it's not the assassin, is it? That was 2015. So um, he's basically. Some guy's got this stuff and he's trying to find the stuff and he's following him about. And he can't find him. It's like the 70s. Oh, 70s film. Yes. American. Yes. Clint Eastwood. No. No. Bronson. No. Ah! No Country for Old Men. Found it. That's not a 70s film. What is it then? 2000 or something. 2007? Yeah. Wow. Looks like a 70s film. Well, it's not, is it? Well, it's brilliant. I really liked it. Yeah, it's good. Good film. Gumball. Quite. Cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Might have to watch it again. Yeah, you pick like up that sort on the of stuff, don't you? <laughs> it looks right. a bit like you, the man in it. Same <clears throat> sort of brain. Yeah, crazy guy. Yeah. Sort of walk, you sort of walk around a bit like him. Just well, of, like hard. Well, no, just wanting to do ridiculous things with a pipe. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I feel good after that meditation. See, that's what it's about. But I don't really feel like I've meditated. I just wanted to do ridiculous things. I do. I do. I do. I do. I really do. I really do. After that meditation. See, that's what it's about. But I don't really feel like I'm meditating. I was getting a bit annoyed. I was getting a bit annoyed. do that all the time. Oh, yeah, I was getting a bit annoyed. When I was meditating, I was getting annoyed watching you that you weren't paying full attention. I was trying to pay full attention. You kept shouting at me. I didn't. The whole time I was trying to listen, and no. you were going, "Stop doing that! What colour is it? Because Why are you, you doing this?" Taking it seriously, I'm precious, so precious about this. Plenty of one did it. Did you? Um, what's your favourite um, eleven o'clock bit? Oh, the one I did. What's going to be about tonight then? Well, it's funny you should mention that, isn't it? But is it though? Yes. Are you doing the radio tonight, Billy? Are you? Yeah, well, a little bit. Well. 
Do you want to know what I want to know? No. Nothing that you... It's not a great deal that you... Want to know? Want to know that I want to know, because I probably already know it. Tell me the answer. But it depends what you need to ask. Why? Is that the answer? Is that the question? The question is why? Why? Do you know what the answer is? No. Because. What? Because. Of? Of is the doorway to the... To the... the Confusion. No. Yeah, because of, if I put an of on it, you said because, that is the answer. Oh, it's the doorway to the confusion. Well, no, no, no. What it does is it streamlines your question, and your question isn't specific enough, so I can be equally... What is the ocean by America? Is that specific enough? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Atlantic, so I would have got it wrong. Yeah. This goes to show I'm more of a... East kind of guy. You're more of a West. You're more of a sex pest. To me. To you. Do you feel tranquilised? I mean... <laughs> you certainly went after that, edit. Slick. When you gonna give me money? Talk about me for hours. When you gonna give me the money? Oh... Down, down, automatic. I know this. I know this. I know this. It's them boys and did them twats. <laughs> it's them boys and did them twats. Where's them boys? What are you talking about? The men in the West at the end. <laughs> Nice bass, I isn't talk it? songs, but I do them quite well. People like them, because I, I don't s- smell. I stand next to a keyboard, looking rather cross. My friend is with me. He's the he- boss. They're <laughs> 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 quite good, Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> Pet Shop Boys instrumental. A cat. a cat with feet are made of glass. It walks around with his smelly ass. There's a pigeon stuck inside my bra. I've grabbed hold of it. It won't go far. It won't go far. Right, just, go just go with it. Well, you go first because you're the best. I'll be the talker. You be the you be the choruser. What's that mean? Go go do like lispy voice. No, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, up there a voice. This is nothing like it. Robots Standing here in the dark Looking outside at the park Walking down, down the road I'm a pet shop boy and a toad Pet shop boys and little toads Wriggling around with their nose With their nose Let's so do da ba ba do Bip bip ba 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 boo Bing bong dolly boo Lip 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 ba ba boo Driving around in my car Don't know if I'll get very far I like looking out the windows Not sure why It's just how it goes Western boys and little toads That's how it goes It's easy, probably made a career out of it as well I mean if we just hone that a little bit Perfect. Let's hone it. We can make this music. Hone it. Own it. Bone it. 
There's a robot in my car. He's not going very far. He's lost his bra. Ooh, ah, lost my bra. Lost my knickers in my boyfriend's car. Yeah, we can just do that. Ip, dip, dog shit. Fucking bastard, silly gib. You are not it. Sing song Simon milked a cow. Sing song Simon didn't know how. Sing song Simon bought the wrong bit. Sing song Simon got covered in. Covered in shit. Baba, black sheep, have you any wool? Yes, sir, yes, sir, three bags full. How many masters have you got? I can't believe I forgot how it goes. God, how it goes. Baba, black sheep, can't even sing it anymore. Simple salmon picked a peck of pickled peppers, pickled peppers. Simple salmon picked a peck, he picked a peck of pickled peppers. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. That's easy. Easy. Nursery rhyme shit. Yeah. Here we go. Row, row, row your boat uh, gently down, down the stream. Get down the stream. And as uh, you his hair, a handsome he to he. I said, row, row, row your boat gently downstream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. But a dream. Row, row, row your boat gently downstream. Gently downstream. Life is but, life is but, life is but a dream. Three blind mice, see how they run. They all ran after the barber's wife and cut off their tongue with a bum. When the West End girls have dead entwines. Driving my car, 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 driving my car. Driving, 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 driving my, driving my car. Oh, let's try this. Let's see what this goes like. Oh yeah, turn it up. Heart on fire, walking through the street. Alright, we've got to do the, do the montage bit of the film where it starts to get a bit tense. What film is it? This is the training Lucky. for the film. That's a new film. It's just a film. Alright, alright. I've got muscles. I'm doing the pumps with the muscle machines. Look at me in montage edits. One of my biceps, one of my thighs. I'm sweating with a sweatband. I'm punching this bale of hay. I'm running up the snow cliffs. I'm looking really gay. I am a man. Muscle, muscle man. Look at my body. I'm not from Japan. I'm from USA, USA. Sweating like a brick. I'm still alone. Swash nigger. I've got a massive beep. Look at my muscles, I'm an 80s TV show Look at my guns, I'm gonna go and blow you away Cause this is slabby This is beautiful Billy Hayes That's what it's like though I'm gonna take it away away. This is my montage Sexy men sweating I don't know if I can make it but I'm gonna keep on trying 
that pretty girl, she's gone away, but I'm gonna try to get her. Get if I her. keep pumping off in my white vest and the sweat running down my head, I keep pumping off until I pump it off enough for the pretty, pretty girl. Please come back to me. Pretty, pretty girl. No thanks. You're a creep. I don't know why we don't make movies. I honestly, I don't know why. So many scenes in my head. No storyline, granted, but so many scenes in movies. That's I just why he doesn't make it. movies. It would be just great. Or, I mean, most of it. To be fair, most of it would be a song <laughs> that I like. And then an open-top car driving down a dusty road. With a man walking down the street. In America somewhere. With a man walking down the street and it was all a dream. <laughs> yeah. But they would be cool. Yeah. And granted, the music will make the whole thing brilliant, and that's basically relying on that. All I've done is just got my camera out and filmed a car up high. You'd love that. I would love that. Wouldn't I be good at it? You'd love it. Wouldn't I be bloody good if I was a. You'd be so happy. Oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm loving me. <laughs> doing that. Daniel, look at me. I'm a director for a living. Huh, did you study film? Did you? Oh, oh. And I'd be saying, oh, yeah, because I employed you. <laughs> <laughs> now get my film made. Yeah, hurry up. I can't be bothered about this boring crap anymore. You do it. I would never do that. Yeah. You, oh, no, disgusting. You sleek. But you become you were. What if you became eighties film producer? Yeah, I'll be eccentrics. All right, I will tell you what, I've got a game. I've got a game. Got what? I've got a mind control game. All right, you got to. I've got three. You've got to four. Put yourself in the mindset of a character that I'm going to give you, but you've got to be you as that character. You've got to sit there as if you've lived that life All right. up to this point, and you've just come in for an interview. All right. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to say you're 1980s film producer, um, an excessive uh, lunatic who's just got really famous really young and loved every minute of it, and he's like, just kind of, wait, let me find the correct music. Oh. Let's just have some more of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is that part of it, is it? Yes. Okay, uh, so we've got um, Daniel Rayner uh, in the room, um, top top film producer uh, from the eighties. Uh, lots of uh, lots of experience in uh, winning awards for all of his work from from a very young age, really. Daniel, tell tell us a little bit more about it. When I was young, I was very into a lot of films and books and things things that were so grabbed my attention that um, I, the only thing for me to really get my heart and soul into life was direct film, films and then I really st- took it as a as a what would you say was your proudest uh, moment in uh, film history when I was when I directed Plops 13 I, the award I got for that although it wasn't as big as the ones I've had late, later that Award meant so much to me because I had worked so hard on that film. A lot of people say uh, you should sort of stop with the franchise after sort of two. No, but you you went no. to you you decided to go to well seventeen in the end, but but thirteen particularly you thirteen was very good, mm. very very good. It was um, 
made its money back and le- it made its money back and that is very important when you make the movies and have you curbed your uh, your excessive ways from for you know you've uh, you've, you've you've been no no uh, no stranger to the law over the last sort of two or three years hey uh. <laughs> so, hey, okay good great well it's great talking to you that's very fine and finish there we go I'm not finished I mean we're very English how you like being this guy which which guy <laughs> him hello hello what okay what if what you'd become the f- you carry on being your actual self me and you've been successful in your art Early on. Hi. <laughs> so what do you, what do we like to talk about, Billy? <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Because I was rich and I grew... I, I, my circle of friends was much better spoken than <laughs> I would have been around people like, like of you. I wouldn't have lived in Cranfield, for, for instance. I would have moved probably to Chelsea at that point and then south of France in a kind of a British sort of... Um, col- not colony... They're kind of like colonies because we, the, us rich English, get together and have a very, very good time. So you don't integrate with the, with the, uh, for one of a better term, locals. Well, I have the cleaner. She's French. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I speak to her. I practice on her, I and I learn French. Hmm. Interesting. And um, your f- most famous work, of course, was. Um, the uh, the gorilla that took you uh, twenty seven years to finish. Um, it was very impressive that my skills were recognised as being very good, and that was the important thing early on was being recognised as being very very good and talented and better than a lot of people around me, because that gave me the chance to escape the oh how would you call them. How would you explain what you are? Um, genius. But so, I'm just... The I'm, deluded locals. Well, one thing uh, that struck me uh, was your recent um, your recent appearance on Joe Rogan. I thought it uh, was a particularly, <laughs> particularly good. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was really good. He was nice. I, I always He's liked him. actually quite clever. And he took me around his gym. He got me on the mats to wrestle. The wrestly thing he does. Yep. Did you uh, eat? Did he give you some elk? We had a barbecue at his house. He's invited us back to his house. is massive. It's really, but nice. It's quite quite a bit small actually. <laughs> well, compared to mine, yeah. yes. But he's in the hills in Austin, and um, oh, it's great though. It's it's a really it's you can it's him all over. It's him all over. And, you know, we were comparing photographs of our mansions and laughing at the places we used to come from. And, um, you know, he said about the fallout between you and the early days of the podcast, uh, the other guy. Um, I can't remember his name, but, you know, that thing that happened. And, uh, yeah, you were sort of addressed that. Yeah, because... You know, I like the guy. (laughs) He was good for his level. Don't, you know, he was fine. But, you know, when you get offered work just for you that could make you richer, you have to leave these people because 
Well, it was actually the stuff you did on the skewer that actually springboarded your yeah. your art career, wasn't it? Yeah. When you when you just left him uh, left him left him for dead. It was my chance to kind of find a way to get out of it without upsetting him. <laughs> it didn't seem to work though. Well, I wasn't too upset. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's good that you managed to you know find your find your true path and not just not be held back by being held back by because, idiocy. Because you get with people, you can. This is what people don't realise: friendships are very dangerous because they, if you have friends, they kind of take away from you how good you really are because you might think they don't think you're as good as you you are. So when you around them and you think they don't think you're as good as you are you don't feel as good as you are (laughs) and you actually are quite good yeah so you need to leave those and go to the people that always tell you that you're good because they're much more friendly honestly much more friendly yeah well i'm 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 pleased i'm pleased it's all turned out for you and you're continuing with your uh your pursuits and uh thanks for thanks for coming on fine fine what's your name again um billy pardon I recognise that voice. Well, I'm, 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 I'm yes, pleased, just I'm pleased to, it's all turned I mean, out that's for you. That's all, those are toxic your, uh, words right now. Meditation, and, uh, mindfulness. Are they? Yeah, they've been thrown around. around. You need to hear the start. Hey, hang on a minute. I've messed that up. No, you didn't. No, I have. I've got the bloody loop playing in the background. You're crazy. you Wally. What do you think we're going to do? Some sort of psychedelic craziness? <laughs> <laughs> that's for people that run out of ideas and need to fill yeah. some space. What's this, then? So... I'm a big proponent of meditation and mindfulness yeah. and just trying to... I mean, it's not, that's all... Those are toxic words right now. Meditation and mindfulness. Are they? Yeah, they've been thrown around by too many knuckleheads. Uh, like, there's something about it that's like, oh, that's kind of a bullshitty word. You're oh, kind of, yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh, I'm just all about mindfulness. Like, oh, oh you're yeah. annoying. That's what you are. Dude, you're I... You're the annoying guy. I, I, I saw a book just yesterday in one of these, like, boutique stores. Someone had made a sarcastic kids book called The Grown-Up's Guide to Mindfulness. <laughs> and whoever wrote that fucking book hates the word mindful. Hate, just definitely has an obnoxious friend who's into mindfulness because the, the the book is just like a. First of all, the, the guy doesn't seem to really understand what it is in the book. Like it's uh, he seems a little confused about the nature of it. But uh, and I remember looking at that and being like, oh, I guess people are getting annoyed with the word mindfulness now. Like the pendulum swinging that way. Yeah, yeah, I, it's one of those words that people love to say. It sounds good, and it makes you seem like uh, like a spiritual person. So it gets, yeah. when a word gets moved around and used too much, like something happens to it where it gets icky. Yeah, because it's like it becomes popular, and then people start using it, and then you see like a bunch of phony guru type dudes at seminars using it. What's important here oh, yeah. is mindfulness. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah, very important. You know, there's like typically unique behaviors. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's, 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 especially when it comes to like people that are full of shit. There's like a typical uniqueness. Like there's a, just a thing that a lot of people adopt, and it sounds uh, like everyone else. Yeah. And it's just a way that people yeah. do it. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope you understand. Like, what are you doing? Sure. Like, why are you doing that? You're, yeah. You're adopting this weird, funky thing, and you know, I think it's really important that we practice mindfulness. Mm. It falls into that. It falls mm. into that. Even though it's an Excellent practice. Well, it's very yeah. important. But people, you, you know, it's called an. Um, I, I I just I now ha- I took on, for lack of a better word, I'm working with a actual 
a teacher of the Kagyu lineage of Buddhism, which is like Chogyam Trumpa's lineage of Buddhism, and he's amazing. And he's wow. and he's teaching me mindfulness meditation practice. This guy David Nickturn. But um, how does he deal with masturbation? What's cool about him is if you asked him, he. He would tell you, I'm would sure. You. There's no like, yo, with you know that he wouldn't be like, well, how dare you ask me that question? Right. But the, I, I, I think that probably I don't. I can't answer for him. I think it would fall in line with what you're saying with balance. You know, which is that it's really like uh, sort of the, the the concept with it is the thing that that's happening right now. Whatever it may be, you can just you know apply. A, mindfulness to it you could apply like a being in the moment and being with the thing that's happening right now and so the 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 thing he's teaching me i love it so much dude because it isn't woo-woo-y or like out there crazy it's literally this very simple way that you meditate the way that you sit which is you Mm. sit on a cushion you put your hands on your knees and, uh, and you sit back. And the, he, the word they use in this Kagyu lineage for it is the warrior pose. And what that means is that it's a kind of confidence. It's the way like people who are like confident sit. So you sit like that when you're meditating. Your legs are crossed. You can sit in a chair if you want. And you look straight ahead about eight feet, nine feet. And you watch your breath. And when you go into your thoughts which happens of course you go you think thinking and then you go back to your breath that's it you say thinking you don't say you think it think thinking thinking just so because what's all these so like what what you start realizing when you start this practice and full disclosure here man you know me joe i have problems with discipline and i have problems with like sticking to stuff over and over again and working with this guy has been incredible because it's actually getting me to to do it right uh but still i have like i did it today didn't do it yesterday i'm just i don't want to get out there some nonsense that i'm like spending all day long meditating that's all but what you start seeing is when you're doing it is you realize like oh there's a cycle happening in my consciousness in my mind there's a cycle that's happening in my life which is that i kind of blink into the moment following the breath and i blink out of the moment into the thought realm right we're like little fireflies we flicker into the moment we're here now we're here we're not lost in our thoughts we're not thinking about the next thing we're going to say we're not thinking about the next thing we're going to do we're just here in this moment and then we're off you know off and running like thinking about the bills thinking about the girl thinking about the thing thinking about that and then that leads another thought and another thought next thing you know you've been thinking for three years straight you know what i mean or three minutes or five hours or whatever and then you come back and that's the cycle this is a cycle that happens so mindfulness is starting to pay attention and 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 to that cycle but and and the breathing thing is kind of like a respiratory mnemonic device which is that suddenly what's been happening to me now is i'll just be like walking down the street and then notice my breath oh shit i'm back oh i'm here i was totally up in my head oh i'm back that was thinking you know Mm. 
That's all. It's very, very, very simple. But he's just teaching me the basic shit right now. It does, I think, get pretty interesting. On my own, thinking about my own life and observing other people's lives, I've come up with this thing that I bring up all the time, the, the momentum of your past. Like you're, you're like so many people as they're going down the street, so many people as they're interacting with people, they're carrying the momentum of all the fucked up things that are going on. Bills that they have to yeah. pay and things that they forgot yeah. to do and a career they never chased and a girl they never called back and a thing that they lied yeah. about and a thing they stole and the reason why they got fired from work and maybe if I call my boss, I'll get my... And all this craziness you're bringing with you into everything. Yeah. And that is so hard to escape. It's so hard for people to escape the momentum of the past. You know, people hmm. sort of, uh, they get into this thing of defining themselves by failures, by past failures, right. and never just learning from them. Go, oh, I'm that fucking loser. Right. You know, it's a real problem. Yeah. It's a real problem with people to be able to learn from something and to just look at yourself. And it's painful to look at yourself, so everybody wants to pretend that they didn't do anything wrong, or right. that everybody else is an asshole. And then, yes. Yeah. And so you, when you're do, what you're doing by doing that is you're stunting your own growth. You feel like you're protecting yourself because you're protecting your ego you're like you know i didn't do anything wrong fuck him he's oh, yeah. the asshole but you know you could have avoided that you know you could have done better yeah. like everybody has moments like that in their life the more you avoid those and don't take credit for the ones that you actually fucked up the more you actually hurt yourself in this ironic thing because oh, yeah. it seems like you're protecting yourself no you're i'm exonerating myself from guilt this fuck it it wasn't me i didn't do it yeah but you know you did so in your head you're the guy who lies about making mistakes instead of you're the guy who mans up to your mistakes yeah. realizes it was a mistake and then vows to do better yeah man that's beautiful it's that's beautiful it. you have to just have to be able to say you're wrong you have to be able to say i'm sorry yeah you have to be able to and you got to be able to look at yourself like all the time not even just when you fuck up because you can avoid some of those fuck ups just look at yourself critically along the way but we all have to understand that we're, we are all an evolving process. Like, I had this conversation yeah. with Dennis McKenna. It's a crazy conversation because it's a ridiculous thing to say. But he was talking about uh, Donald Trump, and I was saying, do, isn't it possible that he could grow and learn? Like, why do we give up on people? Yeah. Why does a guy get to a certain age and we say, oh, he's 60, he's set in his ways, he's right. 70, he'll never change, he'll never right. evolve. You don't ever say that about a 20-year-old. You see some asshole who's a 20-year-old, yeah. you say, he just needs discipline, he just needs love, love. he finds the right pure people in his life, the right person to, yeah. to love, he'll be okay. He's going to mature, and eventually he's going to be a solid man. But you get to a certain age, we just give up on you. Yeah. We're just like, you're still alive, but you've passed the cycle that I usually enjoy people to be ready to like sort right. of interact as valuable, creative, loving members of society. Yeah. You pass that by. You're still thinking about yourself only deep into your 60s. Yeah. This is stupid shit. This is shit you're supposed to do when you're 17. Yeah. By the time you're 17, D, you're supposed to be going, oh my God, I don't have much time left. Oh my God, like, what have I done while I'm here? What, do, what is it important? What yeah. do I feel the best about? I feel the best about love and companionship and friendship and real warmth and interaction right. between people that you care about. This money thing, man, this is not, you can't keep chasing this. Right. You can't keep chasing power, can't keep chasing money. It's, yeah. You're going to reach a point where it's not going to matter because you're going to die. So you really want to be that guy from the bumper sticker, he who dies with the most toys wins?
about the fact about loving myself. I just wasn't that guy. The thing about loving myself came when I hit rock bottom. And I really had bottom, and it was a desperate attempt to save myself. I really fundamentally believe in the power of commitment and making commitments to yourself. You gotta keep them. And in this desperate moment, I've made this vow to myself. I was at bottom. My company had fallen apart. I lost everything. I was really sick. I was miserable. I was depressed. One morning or one night, it was dark. And I just got in my bed and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I'm either going to get out of this or die trying. And I walked over to my journal grabbed my pen and I wrote I knew I had to make the proud of myself to get out of this I didn't know what and I just sat down and I wrote it was freehand I vowed to love myself 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 I vow to love myself. I vow to love myself. I vow to love myself. Where that came from, I had no idea. I still don't. It was a pure primal vow. It came from like a deep place of literally I was trying to save myself. When I realized that, what I'd done, I was like, Okay, I don't know how to do that. You gotta figure out because I made a commitment to myself. And a vow to yourself is a sacred act. You do that, you keep it, and life will change. And I have to figure out how to do it. I knew I had to work on my internal self. It wasn't about taking bubble baths. It's an internal thing. It's a mindset. It's a belief. It's a rock solid belief where your thoughts, your feelings, the emotions rise from. If they rise from there, then your life rises from there. I vow to love myself. 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 For human beings, and fundamentally, you're stuck with the human mind. This monkey brain that runs around on this untamed horse, right? The details differ. Core is the same. And fundamentally, it's fear and love. I had a literal near-death experience, and that's what I experienced. The only things that came up were fear and love, fear and love. And those are the primary motivators. Fear and love, fear and love. Fear and love, fear and love. You can't fight fear. You can't fight darkness. Darkness is the absence of light. So what you do is you work in the light. You bring the light in. And that takes away the darkness. And so that's something I actually really learned trying to save myself. If I worked on the light, it would take care of the rest. And that's love. And that's love.
and that's love. I vow to love myself. 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 could have sat for another 10 minutes listening to that to be honest quite like that it was quite nice it was so it was still light when we were driving here it was still light while Glim was here yeah the days are becoming the longest they're gonna be so nice when do we got another two weeks until the longest day so we yeah. got a good sort of Good nine, ten weeks, two of, weeks of long, sunshine. long, long days. Two weeks of sunshine on the weather app. Yeah. Oh, I'm going camping this weekend. Perfect timing. Going to Kettering. We've got to we'll, Wicksteed Park. Rob's coming down the weekend. Oh, is he? Yep. That'd be good. A friend's party. Who's having a party? Mark's 50. <sighs> Five zero. Still alive. Still kicking. Feel quite chilled out now. Thinking all about that stuff. The thing I like about... Because I dabble and talk about the meditation side of what I do. But like when I'm really there in the moment... Because I've got... I set an alarm for about 11 minutes. And I'll go into some house and I'll sit. And about the first three minutes, you're kind of in this kind of... There's thoughts coming and going. And you kind of... Slight frustrations. And then before you know it, you don't recognise you're there. You're kind of gliding into sort of nothingness, coming back out into... Thoughts that you're going to explore, and you explore them and go through them, and you go back into this quiet thing. But this quiet thing's really so much in it that everyone could benefit from this when you're in that space of the meditation. And 
it does extraordinary things. That's that's what most people don't get is how extraordinary it can get when you're meditating. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Most people take it for granted. Um, because it's so special when you're doing it and like how much effect it has on you, it's surprising how little it is used. Like, why isn't a practice for everyone all the time? Like, I'm very busy, but I'll find these moments to do it. And when I'm doing it, it seems to change things as well. It seems to... It's so weird because it's like you're going into a fabric of how everything works when you're in the in that part of your mind that's outside your body. You kind of detach from who you are for a bit. And there's something in that area, I don't know what it's doing, but there's something that's special. Really special in that in that space. And we haven't explored it, and, and because what I find in it is so incredible, but no one's doing it really. No one's—it's not normal to do it, but it's part of who we are. And there's something inside our bodies and our minds that can—it can, it does something. It does something, and I'm sure there's people out there that can explain what it is, but translate it to. Us lot, like, what's it? If I'm going to explain to you what this thing that I've experienced, and it comes in many levels, the, the sort of meditation world, it can be stretching, it can be yoga, it can be dream work, it can be uh, someone that just understands what's in front of them, it can be finding new ideas, but there's that space, like, Billy doing music and you know, there's moments in when he's playing that it's transcendent it's in the meditation and we take him for granted moments are out of them but when we're in them we feel something really sort of deep and then they go and we can't compartmentalise our lives from the special to the ordinary and you know we don't really merge them together but from what I've seen and done with these experiences, and I'm no expert, you know, I'm, I dabble, but there's been insights, there's been breaking boundaries of, like, my fears and and uh, putting things in perspective, like... And sometimes it seems to change realities. It seems to bring in, like, when you go through... The times where you're meditating a lot there seems to be more coincidences that's something that I know a lot of people experience and uh, I don't know what it is but I think it needs to explore more and I think it should be more ordinary we're all a bit grumpy a bit judgmental and it kind of helps stay that away a bit United Paradise Club you're in the Paradise Club with you there that's definite Definitely paradise club moment. What when you are in lost in them, lost or found, wherever it is in that thing that's outside of all this world. Like there's you I feel, in another I feel place. Like I, I feel like I go into that world more often than I realise actually, because there's quite a lot of times when I'm so not even thinking about what I'm doing. I'm just doing stuff, and uh, even though you know I'm not sitting, my legs folded, going um. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, just not 
there's no thoughts. There's no. It is thoughtless for quite quite prolonged periods of time. But you go somewhere. That's what's interesting. And you yeah, forget, yeah. When you kind of come out of that thought, like you could be having a really profound thought, and you, you might actually be somewhere in that thought. There might be a whole scenario where, you, when you're in it, that you're seeing something like you're in a physical form somewhere else, like with it within your imagination. And as soon as you realise what you're doing, it sort of pops it. And sometimes you get a remnant of what that idea, or sometimes you completely lose it. But you kind of go somewhere. That's why I'm interested in where we go because it. You don't feel like the normal way I inhabit a body. Once I'm in that place, it's there's no. You don't feel a body. You're kind of like an expanse. And what that expanse is, it kind of it feels like you're disconnected from your body. You've come out of your body and you've joined the other part of you. And. It's like we're kept away from that a lot. And if it's real, because people do it, people experience these things all the time. And it's not that... It's not that um, hard to imagine that... The, th- the mind and the body are like different worlds. You're just crossing and out of them. The physical realm and the... Spiritual world. Well, well, spiritual doesn't seem right because it's like that's the spirituality is is like a guide to get in there, but the, the world isn't the spiritual world. It's the other world. It's um, the other part of you. Maybe the part that you got more access with the right part of your brain, the less logical side of it. When you open that side up, maybe that helps. But there's some reality that needs exploring. And I'm interested because I've experienced a few strange things that a lot of, well, especially when you're meditating, something's going on. Yeah. I wonder, like, because I don't physically meditate, I just have moments when I wonder if I do. So maybe by me actually making a point of saying, right, now I'm going to meditate, um, I might really begin to notice the, the benefits of it yeah. because I feel like I do it a lot. Like I say, particularly with when you play music, sometimes you really get lost in in yourself, and it's almost like a mantra where you, you know, your fingers know exactly where they're going to go. You're not thinking about that, but you are feeling the what's you're feeling the groove of it. You're feeling the there's a connection between what's coming it's weird because <clears throat> it's weird because it's like a weird cycle that goes through you because the information goes down your arm mm. into your fingers into and then the ears. result of it comes back out into your ears and goes back into your brain right, and it yeah. kind so of cycles circle. around and um everything I'm, circles mm. wonder why so it's kind of like a it does kind of loop through you it's coming out of consciousness all the time and there must be I mean, you know, you think about these people that go to these gong baths and all this sort of stuff that, you know, whatever, you believe in it, whatever gets you through the night. But but if there is something in it, then I've, there must be something in I've resonating through the, resonating yeah. the, the vibrations through your fingers into your ears. Well, I've experienced it, and what, nice what it is is that the vibration of it is a wall, and that seems to tickle a part of your brain so you're easily not thinking about other stuff. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a, it's quite in, quite a good. So you probably like the sound of it all because mm. it kind of all vibrates off all the stuff. 
the room and that. Sort of you like noises, don't you? You like making sort of sounds. Starts going wom wom wom. That right. sort of stuff. And that's yeah. always like dubstep. That seems to tickle the brain for some reason. The wom woms. Yeah, the the brain does seem to like wom, a wom 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 or a wah wah. This is dope. Let's play that back real quick. to be different 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 Drop this in there real quick. My mama used to tell me, turn that music down. <laughs> it's like, nah, ma, this is it. This is going to get us out of here. This is the vibe. Yeah. She goes, why you keep on playing the same thing over and over again? <laughs> nah, ma, I'm fixing it. You know, I'm getting the groove right. It's got to be funky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to feel the funk and create your own style. You know why? That good old house music. You gotta feel the funk and create your own style. You know why? It's for that good old house music. You gotta do your own thing and create your own style. You know why? It's for that good old house music. You gotta feel the funk and create your own style. You know why? It's for that good old house music.
dongle alone. Your dongle, you've pushed, shoved your dongle in the stick. What stick? What are you talking about? Dongle. Not that dongle, that oh. dongle. Put your dongle away. Eating up the snails and the people drinking bongo. For this one, actually, I think. This is Native American flute music and rain number two. Relaxing music, meditation music, deep sleep music, calm music, live. That's what that says, all of that. You believe that? All those things it says just to tell you what it is. I've got it. Can't it just be Native American flute music? I'm on about this. On about that. Well, I will be once I finish with this. I'll obviously move on to that, won't I? Looking. What are you looking for? My dongle. Why? My dongle. What has your dongle got that I haven't got? Not that dongle. So I can connect my phone to the bloody. Oh, you, <sighs> oh, you can't. That's too late in the day now. Can't settle that up. Fuck. Uh, well, the flip is it? There's literally. Nobody listening. Well, that doesn't matter for Russell then, does it? <laughs> Russell, who's your favourite Russell? Uh, Russell. Russell? Grand. Not Russell Grant? No, he's limited. Who is your favourite Steve? McQueen? No. Steve. Seagal. No. Steve. Davis. No. Steve. Steve. Austin. And. Stephen. No, Steve. Steve. Shaking Stevens. No. What? We don't call him Shaking Steve. I said, who's your favourite Steve? Steve McQueen, then. Right. He's cool. Who is your favourite Peter? Rabbit. No, I hate him. Uh, Peter and the Wolf. Hmm. Who's your favourite Colin? Duh. They're really good for draining. Bit of a strain. <laughs> Have I got to put my headphones on? I do. Who's your favourite? <clears throat> Brian. Um... There was once a Brian I met in the dark jungle. He had a face like a crazy, crooked crow. His name was Brian. Brianson. No, Brian. Um, Peterson. (laughs) He was very good at everything. I missed him. Who's your favourite? Graham. Golden Graham. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Have you ever heard beauty? Have you ever heard a love song that made you cry? 
toast doesn't look too happy, Graham. He needs buttering up, Graham. Not like me. I'm a tasty bowl of vest ripping gold dust. And 16 cents, delicious spoonfuls of. Hey, no one moves. They're all under arrest. I'm just a big, delicious bowl of. Oh, behave yourself. You are a piece of toast. Goodbye. Dive, dive, dive. Golden Grahams and Cinnamon Grahams. We're talking tasty. So much beauty to behold. There's so much beauty. <laughs> Have you ever? Yeah, animals can talk. <laughs> Do animals can talk? No. What is this? Really? That's not worked. Thank you. 
Thank <laughs> you.
Pretty good. That really give us quite close. That loop was quite close. Close enough to be a dream. Pop <coughs> sound. That song. This is all truly really boring. Quite close. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the snuffles. Snuffly, 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 snuff. Life is but a trough. Ah, oh, well. We're exploring. Yeah, we're exploring our minds tonight. We're going through the through the valleys and the peaks and the troughs and the <laughs> connections the and the and the the pathways and the connections between receivers and senders to see what the brain projects into our eyeballs and up our noses and through our ear holes and through on on our tongue through messages through nature through dreams through experience are we what we're seeing? Are we are we where we where we think we are? Where is that? Do you know where you are when you're listening to this? Oh, I don't. A, have you been away? Yes, maybe. And then you come back to realise you're listening to a podcast. That's shifting out of that space gives you amnesia. Boom. Amnesia Boom. of the ride. Yeah. Like always forgetting those moments, always forgetting them by design because the only way you remember them is by putting them in practice. Uh, as I was listening to a Ram Das podcast, and he was talking about one thing his teacher would say to him what was it? It really frustrated him. Love everybody and tell the truth. He had this quandary with it because the truth was he didn't love everybody. You know, he was almost kind of felt competitive to the other 
students around him. He wanted the time with the guru and stuff, so he was <coughs> his honesty betrayed his love everyone, this dynamic. And he sort of talks through the whole process of what that kind of ended up meaning. But I was sort of taken away with that thought of love everybody, tell the truth. And it kind of works... I think it works. I think what he meant is... So, in every moment you have a thought, and sometimes it feels... Maybe it can feel bad, but it can feel honest. So you tell your truth, or you think your truth. But after that moment, you could feel bad. I think after that moment of telling the truth, you've got to kind of open up the sphere of the next part of it which is love everybody so it kind of it buffers it's a buffer with your thoughts it's, so as as it, it stops destructive mind swirling into guilt and because you're allowing yourself to be honest but you're not spitting poison out in that moment so as you're honest in your thought something bright comes after it because you re-establish yourself it's like a trigger mechanism and um, I kind of felt like it worked in shifting it's a very good tool it's all well and good but we've got to go is it that time? pretty much put a song on okay. goodbye <laughs>